Following is the disclaimer for this program. The information provided herein should not be taken as a substitute for the advice of a pertinently qualified professional. The sole purpose of this is to provide precise particulars. Albeit, no guarantee is assured to the effect regarding the particulars due to the constantly developing essence of the world of knowledge and information. No harm or insult is intended for any individual. The podcasts are intended for informational and educational purposes only and must be used by the listeners and viewers at their own discretion. Hello everyone, this is Abir Diwari, member of the Statesmanship Program and a member of the Editorial Group. Today we are here with the third episode of Zabani, which is our audiovisual podcast event where we plan to showcase atypical topics in an unconventional manner. The topic for today's discussion with our very own team is about the power of the youth to change and take action and move beyond the ideation stage. With me, I have Geetika Khandelwal, who is the part of our very own team. Geetika, please introduce yourself. Hi, uh, I'm Geetika Khandelwal. I, I am just a new member to the TSP, that is the Safe Mentor Program. And yeah, that's it. I'm a law student, uh, second year law student. I mean, I think this is a this is a time where Geetika and I should agree to that fact that both of us are second year law students. And both of us are here talking about uh, the power of the youth because we are studying a subject which has actually the potential to change not just the country but the laws as such. So now in today's episode particularly, we'll be touching upon the three major issues relevant in our countries. And those three major issues include the quality education, infrastructure development and gender equality. So now. When we are talking now, let's like, without any further ado, let's just begin with uh, our very first topic being the quality education. So Geetika, what are your views on quality education of, uh, of today for that matter? Okay, so in my opinion, uh, what quality education means. Uh, so quality education is something where everybody, uh, everybody like not, there's no discrimination or differences between the rich or poor everybody gets the same type of education that um, everybody wants. Uh, talking about the rural and uh, urban education, there are a lot of things that uh, urban education is, you know, uh, moving forward with, like talking about today's, uh, in today's time, in, in the pandemic, um, we all, I mean, everybody in urban education who's attending urban education uh, is, uh, you know, attending online uh, online classes, everything is going online right now. But uh, what I feel is in rural education, they're not getting the basic things that are required to them. A lot of things that there's a big gap between a rural and a urban education. So I right. Think- so, right. So, uh, like, I, I think I resonate with your views for that matter when we are talking about it, because I feel that, you know, um, the, the, the only difference between rural and urban uh, education is the fact that the, they have private schools or something like that, whereas rural areas have like, the, you know, the government schools. Now, which brings me to the very fact, very interesting fact that, um, you know, with time, um, the, the, the shine, the glamour of government schools has like, you know, has just lowered down because I remember uh, when our parents our parents often uh, tell us that you know hum log the government school se aur tum log kya private wale so I think this is the point but whereas what I feel is uh, just tell me after this that do you resonate with me um, the point of equilibrium where the where we are talking specifically about the quality of education where they meet 
is the fact that um, education that is provided to the rural, uh, the rural students for that matter, and the urban students is somewhat like you know in a very disparity. Like the, the, the they are very much in um, uh, unequal in status for that matter. Where the rural uh, the, the kids cannot speak English, whereas the private uh, school kids are like very fluent in that. So so what are your uh, views so, on this? Um... Talking about the disparity between the government school and the private school, uh, I would just would like to talk about the education system which uh, USA and other, I, I don't know uh, about all the countries, but yeah, talking about USA. Um, so I've heard, uh, I've, I have seen that, you know, government schools there uh, have uh, much better education in a lower cost, of course, they don't cost because being a government education system, they don't cost. Uh, giving going to a government school uh, in USA is a pride for the children there. Uh, whereas in India, we the not only the kids uh, from the ruler, uh, sorry, from from the government education, you know, don't speak English, but also the teachers are not. I don't think they they are pretty much aware about the things that has to be taught to the children there. Right. I mean, uh, if if we which which brings me to the very I can like when we are talking about this when you talked about you know the teachers themselves are not educated for that matter. Yeah. We can we can very much relate to the infrastructural development which is our topic by itself. Yeah. Where where the in the educational infrastructure is really weak. I mean, I'll, uh, according to me, so I belong to Bilaspur, Chhattisgarh, right? So the infrastructure for the people, the rural people, is so weak that um, forget um, English, the students are not able to speak uh, proper Hindi for that matter because uh, they, they are not made aware of the fact. So in the very same manner that as we have discussed that how, you know, how uh, educational infrastructure, it requires attention for that matter. What do you think are the other infrastructures according to you, uh, which require attention of the youth and how we can like, you know, work towards it? Talking about my school itself, uh, I, I studied in that in a school where we students used to you know educate the the peons, the bhaiyas and didis there. So uh, you know the they the students there the, the youth themselves have the inculcate that kind of habit to um, you know provide to the society. So yeah, I mean, everybody, uh, the, the students should be taught, uh, you know, to teach, go to other places, go to government schools and teach, donate some things, their books, their other belongings to either the, the orphanage or a government school, etc. Right. I mean, uh totally resonating with your views uh, even i feel that um, not just this but i think that the youth of today can do like marvelous things i mean the knowledge that we possess okay we can very easily go to the rural areas and we can uh, you know teach them english or the basic english the basic hindi for that matter because you know uh, at the end of the day we do nothing in uh, in summers or winter breaks for that matter we just be lazy and we talk 
so uh, which when we are talking about infrastructure as well i think um, economic infrastructure and financial infrastructure these are also the two infrastructures that um, you know the youth can contribute a lot to like a lot now why why do i say this is because of the fact that you know the habit of saving right the habit of saving is such which is um which is very essential for anyone right even for the economy as a whole so if the youth yeah yes good um it is important for every uh, it's every every uh, i mean for every business every job it's a is it's it's a part of everybody's life if you don't know how to do a you know a proper financial assessment of your business and how to control money then uh, i mean control in sense how to use the money in proper manner so that you save enough and invest and get more of it right i I like totally agreeing with you on this like if you do not understand or if you do not get how to save money then it is like a lose lose situation for you kind of because then it won't help not just you but you have to think as the country as a whole right like there are various things as such so now um, now when we have talked about uh, you know the quality education or the infrastructure development for that matter now it brings me to our very third topic Uh, which is something that you are very passionate to talk about being the gender equality so now what are your views on gender equality for 2020 uh okay so basically what gender equality means uh is keeping the you know bringing the women up to the level which men are today yeah i mean uh when we are talking about gender equality as i said so you have like a uh, a broad definition however what i feel about gender equality is the fact that um, you know um, it is not just uh, this so no kind of work. i i actually i actually believe in the philosophy that um, no kind of work is um, you know something that that is dominated by a, a single gender as such right now um, like be it the defense where uh, i remember so many people are going like i i remember um, uh, the the space it was believed that only the male can survive the harsh temperatures and everything but from india itself uh, 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 sunita williams and uh, everyone they all went to the space and they did that and when we are talking about the kitchen as well uh, chef vikas khanna sanjeev kapoor all of them so they are defying all the boundaries of um, you yeah. know that matter and i feel that um, you know i the, the, the youth of today is which is the youth of today is somewhat very much of like a change maker to this um is particular factor that we are talking about now why do i say this is because of the fact that um you know the the mindset plays a very big role the society how the society thinks it plays a very big role so if the society or if the youth starts believing that this is possible then that is possible now now with this i think that we have had a uh, short yet sweet and simple discussion about all these three things and um i would just take concluding statement from geetika before i express my concluding statements geetika what is like your birds view opinion on an overview kind of thing um on uh, the youth and the topics that we discussed okay so youth specifically has a lot of strength and lot of energy and lot of brains to you know change the society today talking about all these points that we spoke about 
the gender equality infrastructure and quality education all of these things uh, definitely uh, can be changed if the youth all the everybody comes together and you know puts up some puts up some efforts to do some things by themselves so yeah right i mean um, brutally agreeing on on the very similar lines even i feel that the youth of a country is like a very important asset and india our country specifically has the highest amount of youth in the world for that matter and that is like an asset for us which is it is actually an asset for us because you know they are the future the, the stakeholders of our country of our economy of finance of the various offices and portfolios for that matter so i feel that the youth of today should be you know spending more time in quality you know researching about quality things investing their time wisely then living a virtual life so i think having said that um, to all the viewers watching us uh, these were for, from the statesmanship or part a but stay tuned for part b where we are, we are going to have our uh, our guest as mr nitish jain who is the founder president for the young indian incorporation and the young india's parliament who has successfully organized its two or three editions in pune vadodara and ahmedabad so stay tuned and let's meet the next time